For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, I, I think my rise has threatened a lot of other people. That's no secret. Can Vivek Ramaswamy perhaps uh, continue to gain in momentum? Live team coverage continues with WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney from the uh, Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute. What an opportunity for eight men and women seeking the nomination, Rick. Well, well, it is. And, of course, as we're just talking about, front and center, both physically and at the at center of the storm, will be our governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, at the center because I do expect that he will be the one who will take on the most incoming. Kind of ironic that the, the person in the lead casting the biggest shadow, Donald Trump, will not be the one on the receiving end of that. But you can expect that Governor DeSantis will be, and you can expect to see him at that center of the stage. It presents an opportunity for him to redefine the debate, to reframe the issues, and to move forward. It will be challenging, however, because there will be big incoming towards him. But as you just mentioned, there's eight people on the stage. For some, it truly is their first time to introduce themselves to a national audience and to Republican primary voters. And although he's been rising in the polls fairly significantly, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, this is an opportunity for him to introduce himself to a broader audience. That's obviously true for lesser candidates, lesser well-known. They're all very significant candidates. Asa Hutchinson, the former governor of Arkansas, Doug Burgum, of course, uh, from North Dakota. And then you have very substantial candidates who are reasonably well-known, but are and also very formidable. Tim Scott from South Carolina, Nikki Haley from South Carolina, the former vice president, of course, with Mike Pence, and Chris Christie, the one who takes on, uh, governor, uh, takes on Donald Trump the most. Should be a fascinating debate tonight. Eight people on the stage. Each of the, all of them, of course, want to make sure that they're in the debate come September 27th, a high-stakes debate. But I don't know if it's make or break, but very high stakes. Rick, JU Public Policy Institute has hosted a number of local debates uh, for Jacksonville mayor, sheriff, state office, and uh, even national office with congressional debates. And while you're not necessarily the moderator, you're the host. As the moderators, how much does Brett Baer and Martha McCallum weave Trump into their questionings and maybe try to steer away from Trump at times to keep it focused on policy? Well, I do think even here locally, I work with WJXT Channel 4 and Kent Justice. We spend many, many hours crafting questions and trying to make it relevant on those policy and those critical areas. And Kent Justice here locally does an extraordinary job of bringing questions back to focus when debates want to go off on tangents. You can expect that tonight. I do believe that Brett Baer and Martha McCallum do have their areas that are on voters' minds. You can expect to see questions on the economy, for example. You're going to see questions on Ukraine and foreign policy. And, and Rich, let me mention this. I think foreign policy might be a sleeper issue in the sense that historically it may not have been a top of mind for voters, but it's of growing importance. And this is an area where there will be a divide on that stage. Look for Nikki Haley in particular, where this is her strength, and Vivek Ramaswamy to have some differences in this area as others. And I expect other areas, for example, abortion is an area which is really problematic for politically for, for all those on the stage. So I think you're going to see the moderators uh, try to rein in the speakers to bring them back to policy issues, bring them back to topic, because each of those eight are going to have their pre-canned identity topics that they're going to want to talk about, the things they're going to want to say, regardless of the question. But I expect them to try to keep this very focused on policy and significant issues.
you mentioned pre-canned answers and even uh, lines. Is there caution for a political candidate on this kind of a stage with this kind of attention, albeit early in the race, to try to manufacture a moment? It seems that those moments just happen organically. Well, the, the better prepared you are, the greater the opportunity for those moments. Mm. And so while you, I wouldn't necessarily call it manufacturing. I think I'd be prepared so that you can seize the moment if it arises, and those opportunities do arise. Uh, there was, of course, in 2016, famously, Chris Christie uh, really uh, went after uh, Marco Rubio for being too prepared. And I think he's tried to make that same argument that it may be a little bit rote with Governor DeSantis. Let me say this with the governor. He does his homework. He's very smart. He's very prepared. He's also quick on his feet. Mm. Um, I expect he'll be better prepared for that. Each of these candidates, all eight, are very accomplished. Uh, but there is a big shadow here, Rich, and it is the, it is the shadow of Donald Trump. He truly is, not just in the lead, he's formidably in the lead. He's likely the Republican nominee. And I think what they're looking for is the possibility that come 2024, uh, one of these trials, he's under indictment, of course, in four different cases, could have a significant impact, and they want to be the alternative. And that's really, in part, what tonight is about. Who is going to emerge as the alternative to Donald Trump? It's 948. We're talking live with WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. We'll have live coverage of the debate on the radio if you're in the car or not able to get to a TV for Fox News coverage tonight beginning at 9 o'clock. We know Christie will go after Trump. How will the rest of the field thread the needle of what is likely to happen tomorrow? Trump even saying on Truth Social that he'll turn himself into Georgia authorities in Fulton County, Metro Atlanta. Do they really go after it? Do they continue to try to wrap their arms around but keep him at an arm's length? I mean, what does a DeSantis or a Haley or a Tim Scott do in navigating Trump even though he's not on stage? You know, it's really easy to criticize the candidates for their approach to Donald Trump, but the reality, it's very difficult. And the candidates tonight will kind of fall into three camps. There will be Chris Christie and Asa Hutchinson, who will take Donald Trump on directly, both on the indictments and otherwise, and they will go right after him. There will be another camp led by Vivek Ramaswamy, who are very supportive of Donald Trump. He has said he would pardon Donald Trump on day one. He has, he has talked about understanding why he's not participating in the early debates. He has been a, a, very much a supporter of Donald Trump. And there will be those in the middle, those who've been somewhat quiet. That includes Tim Scott, who's been very quiet, Doug Burgum, who's been very quiet, and Governor DeSantis, who has tried to contrast himself on policy, uh, but has also, like the others, I expect will be critical of the indictment, saying that the Department of Justice has been weaponized and these are political prosecutions. So very interesting tonight. Keep an eye on what all eight do on the, on the Trump question, his indictments, but also on the question of whether or not he sought to overturn the 2020 election. I think you're going to see some different approaches on the stage tonight when it comes to Donald Trump. Can you write a headline for tomorrow's newspaper or website? Not yet. <laughs> so I'm going to have to wait and see on that one. But I certainly think the focus will be on Governor DeSantis. Mm. And many will be writing whether or not he had a breakout moment, whether he advanced or whether he just sort of broke even. Most debates tend not to change the trajectory of the race. Oftentimes they do well enough and it doesn't make a substantial difference. We'll have to see if tonight's debate makes a real difference and if it can change the trajectory of the race among these eight. It is not going to change the race, I don't think, 
when it comes to Donald Trump, he will remain solidly in the lead. Yeah, I can see the name DeSantis and or Trump in headlines all across the country on websites and in papers and TV coverage everywhere. Rick Mullaney, our political analyst with the JU Public Policy Institute, will be watching and listening live. Fox News Channel coverage and WOKV coverage getting going at 9 o'clock. Full recap here tomorrow on Jacksonville's Morning News, now until 10. And we take an in-depth look. We spotlight You Decide 2024 here in the 9 o'clock hour every weekday morning. WOKV News Time, 9.50. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.